Want to have your very own free-range egg farming business? Welcome to Green Grass Egg Farming Podcast with Daniel O'Brien, the show dedicated to giving you the latest tips, ideas and interviews to help you produce the best-tasting free-range eggs and sell your eggs for the highest price. And here's your host, Daniel O'Brien. Daniel O'Brien here. Welcome back to GreengrassEggFarming.com. My special guest today is Marnie Ellis from Gippsland Free Range Eggs. Welcome. Thank you. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the importance of branding and knowing your target audience. So, Marnie, tell me why that's important. Thanks, Daniel. Probably the the biggest thing we found when we started was the importance of branding or, or is to help people feel connected. I know when we first started, we only had 30 hens and a local marketing person here said, oh, you know, we'll, we'll get your logo and we'll organize your website. And I thought that was ridiculous because we only had 30 hens. But I realized pretty quick that you, you can build a story. You know, people want to know what you're doing. And even though we had 30 hens, it by providing a or creating a logo that says, okay, this is Gippsland Free Range Eggs, you're going to see this logo around a bit more. We, we sort of got talking, for, you know, things started evolving from there and the logo popped up and we got the website going. We were able to share a story and that's what I think is really, really important. People start to feel connected, you know, and they want to be a part of what we're doing or they wanted to grow with, with us as we grew and that, that's one of the main reasons, one of the, the things that I see is, is a real benefit. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's interesting you say the story. Like one thing I find in so much food today, like it's got no transparency. It's like you go to the shops, you buy some bacon. You don't know, like did it come from Australia? Did it come from overseas? What state of Australia it did come? There's no – it's very unconnected. So yeah. I, I think you're right. When, when someone can pick up um, a product – and they can find out a bit more about it. I think that connection is is, is really important, and it is refreshing because we don't see it. Yeah, and and that's what I find is you know I have people will send me messages or you know see me in the street and say, oh, your eggs remind me of when where I was when I stayed at my grandparents when I was a kid, or um, we drove past your farm on the weekend and we realised you know we saw the logo and we realised it was your place and and they get all excited about it and they want to yeah. know what's happening next and they want to know what else do you do or when can we get the eggs? When's the gate open? When's this happening? And they, it's almost like they become a part of your business and they, they like to tell people that they know you or they've spoken to you or, you know, they have friends down from Melbourne on the weekend and they say, oh, we've got to go out and get eggs on Sunday morning. Yeah. So it becomes this bit of a, a, a connection, I suppose, that they can, especially to their people, you know, their friends in the city who may not have the same uh, opportunity as them to come out here and buy, you know, and, and get fresh food or or to actually meet their farmer at the market and those sorts of things. They love it. They get a real kick out of it. Yeah. It's interesting. Like with farming, like for someone in the city, like you you mentioned, like they have the opportunity to come out to your farm. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, they just don't have the opportunity to connect with a farm. Like most farms, the gate's closed. Unless you know someone with a farm, we can't just go out tomorrow and go visit a farm. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, you could, but I don't think you'd be well. No, you might not be well like, responded. Who are you, and why are you looking around? <laughs> but that they can they can live through your experience of owning a farm, and and do you feel that some of the struggle with that is 
you and I take it for granted. There's chooks out in the paddock. There's some cows as well. The sun's shining and it's just, it's normal to you. Yep, absolutely. So how do you find sort of conveying that message to, to remember that it's not normal to your customers? Oh, it, it's probably our monthly markets uh, at local local township here in Tarragon is probably the best reminder of that because we go in there, you know, the day before we're busy, we're packing, we're putting things together, thinking what are all normal people doing when they're not working till late at night packing eggs and all this yeah. sort of stuff. And um, and we get to the market and, and, you know, we've got customers, the same customers are generally there early in the morning and they're all happy and they want to say that they've got their friend here today and we've brought them down to buy eggs or, you know, we drove out on the weekend and we saw your dogs over the fence. And, and it's a pretty good reminder that we actually, we have got a pretty good life, but to most people, it's not the norm. I mean, yeah. I grew up in agriculture. I grew up on farms, not chook farms, beef and sheep farms, but still to me, that's normal. To my children, that's normal. Um, but when we when we do meet with people, like I say, at the market or when we have school groups out, school groups is another great one because kids come out and it's like they've been let out of a box. You know, they yes. go running across, you know, and we're only on 40 acres, but they do have access to all of it where the chooks sort of chook enclosures aren't but they go running across the paddock and they get excited about open air and they get all excited about the chooks and and that's a really good reminder every now and again that we actually what we do isn't the norm to a lot of people and that we probably need to be able to share it and open our doors probably even more than we do and allow more people to come and see what we do or or not any even if it's not to see what we do to allow them to connect with their food it might not be eggs it might be someone at an orchard it might be I don't know, someone growing free-range pork. But the more people that connect with their food, the more, the more of an asset they're going to be to your business long-term. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. So w- when you talk about branding, so like branding is a logo, but it's also, it's also you of like who you are, what you do. Mm-hmm. Tell me a few other aspects that you've learnt since you've started of the importance of branding and whether it be sort of your logo or you or like what, yeah. what are some other aspects of branding? The, the logo was, like I say at the start, was definitely a big part of it and it's a, it's a basic logo. I didn't want anything over the top so it almost looks like a bit of a cartoon drawing but that all of a sudden became the face of Gippsland Free Range Eggs was about. But then for us I realised that people wanted to know who was behind it. Okay, here's a logo okay, we know that that's Gippsland Free Range Eggs, but who is Marnie? Who is Shane? Who are their cho- You know, who are their children? Where do they live? What do they do? At the start, I found that a little bit confronting because people wanted to really almost get a piece of us to know, yeah. you know, exactly who we were. But the reality is it's a bit like I found the pictures of, of us as a family or, you know, pictures of the kids and uploads of the kids doing things on the farm or, you know, introducing them to the kids at the, at the open days and allowing the kids to talk about, like our boys to talk about what it is that they do here or an aspect of the farm. All of a sudden people realize that, that we're, they're real, that we are real, you know, we're a family, we're not a corporation, we're not a big business, we're not employing loads and loads of people. We do have a few employees, but that it's more about a family farming business. And I find that allowing people to know the faces behind the business has been massive. It's, it's a really big deal. And like I said, people love that. People love that they can know their farmer. I mean, you see things going around now about, you know, meet your farmer, know your farmer. Yeah. And again, I used to think that was all a bit silly because I think we're just 
farming, you know, yes. <laughs> it's, not that, it's really not that big a deal. Yeah. But to people who don't have the same opportunities and who don't have the land or who don't have the the knowledge and the know-how to be able to do that sort of thing, it, it's a really important part in, in opening up um, opening up those doors and, and knocking down those barriers where people just have to go and buy food, whatever, whatever food that may be, and not know it's, it's, you know, background, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. No, what, one thing I like when, when you said like, um, who is behind it? Because like you said, like logo, that's the face of the business, but people want to know who's behind it. And, and you said, so they know that you're real. Mm. Um, and, yep. and I think because we're in a society of there's so much digital stuff, we've got Facebook and we're all on our phones and there's a whole bunch of stuff that's either not real or you don't know if it's real mm, because yeah. it's so easy to hide behind, let's just put up a new logo and start a, a company or something. And, and unfortunately, in the egg market in Australia, <laughs> there's nothing stopping me tomorrow to go into Sydney markets or Brisbane markets, get a pallet worth of eggs and mm. pack them under my brand yeah. and sell them. Yeah, a- and that's that's the hard bit. That's where for us, especially with eggs, as you know, because there is that there, – there's not that um, – not all those – those things in place that stop you from doing that or stop anyone from doing that, that that was a really big part of us having a, knowing our audience and, and running a transparent sort of a, a transparent farm where people can actually see what's going on, meet us, know what we do, know that they can ask us questions, know they can ring us if they need to, if they have a bad day, you know, have a bad something, you know, they might have a, have an egg that they're not sure, you know, that they're unsure of. I had a lady call the other day and wanted to know why there was one white egg in a whole, in a whole carton of brown eggs. And it just happened that, as you know, every now and again from Isa Browns, we have light colour eggs. And I hadn't yeah. thought of it when I packed it, but she rang the number on the box. She got me directly, spoke to me, happy as, thanked me very much for my time and then emailed me later and said, you were right, there's nothing wrong with that egg, it's just a light colour and the others are brown. Yeah. You know, and that's not a huge big deal but if that person got that, purchased that from another company or another supplier that they couldn't then access a person who produced that egg or packed that egg, there's a fair chance they may not have eaten it and yeah. a fair chance they may not have purchased that carton again. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it's so good and... And one thing I'm passionate about with small farms doing exactly what you did there, like just letting customers have access to you, you can win against the big players because Coles and Woolworths couldn't do that. Like if I walked up to the the cash register and I said, oh, you you had some other eggs last week and and they're not there. Are they out of stock or have you stopped stocking them? (laughs) They w- wouldn't have a clue. It's like, um, oh, I don't know. Do you want me to get a manager or something? And then the manager, they probably wouldn't have a clue either. Yeah. And you realize how so disconnected. Yes, it's convenient to to shop at Coles and Woolies, but the actual connected to the food, it's just not there. So no. when you can offer it, you're doing something that they're not, and that's just it's just differentiating you in the marketplace. And just that alone gives people the confidence that they are getting better quality food. Yep. And they're getting what they paid for. Exactly yeah. what they exactly what it says on on the packaging is what they're getting. And if you can give them that confidence, they're going to be coming back for more eggs. Fair chance they're going to tell 
their friends about these eggs and they're just down the road and you know did you know you can go we can go out there on open days or we can go out to the farm to buy eggs and and people talk you know if you open yourself up and allow yourself to meet these people and have the conversations like I say the, the farmer's market is a classic place for talking about everything you know yeah. you become you know they'll come in they go oh this is the chook lady this is Marnie <laughs> <laughs> and they'll you know and, and then they'll say oh you know we're having trouble with their backyard chooks what do you know about this and they they really feel like they can talk to you about yes. you know their backyard chooks and their problems in their backyard and those sorts of things and yeah it's it's a funny it's funny how it works but it it works and people really want to become connected yeah you know it's interesting you, you're saying like they they tell their friends oh here's my friend they introduce you and and as you said people talk and from what you're saying there they started being a customer and go, I want eggs, I want them in a box. And then they realize, oh, hang on, there's a face behind yeah. that logo, behind those eggs, someone that created them. And really what you're talking about, they've turned from a customer into a raving fan. Absolutely. Because they're like, we're buying these eggs, we're telling our friends. And it's a part of their life. Like if you look look at their week and it's got so <laughs> many minutes in the week, there's so many <laughs> minutes of that, that week where they're using your eggs, they're yep. driving, they're driving to the farmer's to market them. or yep. out to the farm to get those eggs. They're telling yep. a friend about them. Like you couldn't get better marketing. Like no, that's right. They, yeah. As you said very early on, they are connected with what mm. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and you'd probably agree, those people, they'd be happy to be connected now forever. Absolutely. They so, want to know what happens next. What are yeah. you doing? What, what's going to happen next on the farm? When's your next day? When's, you know, they're always, there's this, I can think of three people off the top of my head directly yeah. who monthly want to know, what are you doing this month on the farm? Can we come out? What are we, you know, and it's, um, and we don't have anything on monthly at the farm, but we do, you know, people can see over the fence and there's these particular people that come to the market every month that it's like their, it's their monthly Saturday ritual and it's their, their daily Sunday is to drive out here with their family, get eggs, the kids get out of the car, get the eggs, you know, it's all exciting, put the money in and then they go back home and they cook family breakfast and that's become, you know, Gippsland Free Range has become a part of their Sunday, you know, their weekend Sunday ritual. And if someone had said that to me at the beginning, I would have laughed hilariously. Yeah. Because to me, that just seems like, really? It just seems so so corny, guys. Would someone actually do that? Really? And they do. They drive out in their pyjamas, some of them, on a Sunday morning. (laughs) And they're quite happy to tell me or I greet them at the gate. And they're like, sorry, we're still in our jammies. Um, Yeah. But but that's what it's become. It's become, for some people, it's become a bit of a, a a Sunday ritual and a, and they know us all by name. They know my boys by name. Um, so, you know, at the market, it's it's very unusual for someone to come up and not say, hi, Shane or hi, Marnie, directly. It, yeah. it, it's, you know, only a handful of people because they're the repeat customers monthly. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting they ask, like, what are you doing next? What's coming up? They want to go on the journey with you. Mm. That they, yeah. they want to feel that they're involved because for them, they are. They buy that they buy these eggs not from a corporation, not just from the supermarket, but they're buying it from people. Like people yes. want to do business with other people. Yep. So um, 
yeah, it's interesting. They are a part of it. They're, they're living, for some of them, they're living their farm dream through you. Yes, that, that, I would say almost definitely, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how, how they're living their dream of like, I don't have my own free-range egg farm, but I'm connected with my local one. Mm. And, and tell me, so with, with, with branding and really knowing your, your target audience and they've, they've found that, there is a face behind the logo, behind the brand that mm-hmm. they're connected now. They want to come on the journey. Yep. How have you found it now when you've added other products so that they're a, a raving fan? We love what you do. We buy your eggs. <laughs> How have you found it when you go, by the way, we also have other products to sell? Yeah, I've found that I need to have a lot of those other products straight away. Okay. <laughs> um, it, yeah, look, when when we first introduced beef, the deal, we, we thought about it and thought, oh, well, well, we'll try it with the people at the market. You know, we'll ask a few people at the market. And and I thought maybe two or three people might say, oh, that, that, that's a great idea, you know. But it was actually a lot more than that. Yeah. And we realized that it was, okay, this this can happen. So we started with the beef. And then it's a bit like the, the orchard here at home, Our excess fruit from the orchard and excess veggies from the garden here this year I've just put at the gate and you let people know or say at the market you know put a sign at the market say next weekend tomatoes at the gate it people just go awesome what's next and they they sort of now are just expecting that it will be more than one thing yeah that we do more than one thing and there'll be something else coming up so that the the eggs almost gave us like a Oh, so like a captive audience, I suppose, and they re- they were and are extremely interested in what we what we f- what we do and how we farm. Yeah. That anything else now that we bring into the mix, those people are already sold. Yeah. You know, they might not. You know, down the track, it might be honey. They might not be honey eaters, but they will know somebody that eats honey. Yes. So it's been a, a really worthwhile thing to have done, and I'm really glad. I mean, I'm. I am a people person and I love being around other people and I love talking, which is quite evident <laughs> at times. But it is, it, it's a really big part of it. And that's been, you know, I thought it was at the start, it's just this chicken logo was, oh, okay, that's a bit silly. We've only got 30 hens. Yes. But that now tells people exactly who we are, what we do. And yeah, the, the, the things that come on board now are just a, just a bonus to those people because they can access more things or find out information about other things through through us and it's huge yeah don't underestimate it is what i'd tell anybody it's it's huge yeah yeah no it's amazing just starting with those eggs almost um in a a business terminology as a lead product that buy the eggs first um but also as we just talked about, it's not just the eggs. It's the who you are, the face behind it, the being connected. And then it's a case of, as you said, oh, by the way, we've got some beef. Who's interested? Well, mm. everyone because yeah. they're not customers. They're raving fans now. So it's yeah. like what else have you got coming up? And yeah. and I think that's so interesting. that They want to do that journey with you. What's coming next? It's almost like a sequel. You bring out one movie and then <laughs> one, another one, another one, another yeah. one. You don't tell my husband that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's it is it's a it's a funny thing. I look at the way that people want to be connected, and it is a really there's a lot. You know, I have people say, "Oh, this is exactly like my parents used to farm, or the way that my grandparents used to farm." And I think as people become a little bit more, I don't know if unhappy is the word, but I suppose I'll use the word unhappy with food that they buy in the supermarket and it's packaged and it okay, it's packaged here, but it's not all from Australia. Some yeah. bits are from Australia and. 
I think as more people become really aware about what they're putting in their bodies and they want to know that it's real food, for some people it might not be that it's real or that it might not be the actual fact that it's real food. It might be that it's from really local. Yes. Um, as you know, our, our business model is all based around very local and I know that a lot of people initially come on board because we were local it wasn't that you know they they said oh we can actually get free range eggs cheaper somewhere else but we're going to use yours because you're from here so it's not necessarily all about the connectedness to the food it might be the the food miles might have had something to do with some of it so there's it's mind-blowing how how intricate it is but also how so many people want to know and especially we've seen an uptake of it in the five years of just how connected they want to be or just how, you know, they want to know where their food comes from or they want to know where it was grown or they want to know what that animal ate in the lead up to it producing that egg, you know. Yeah, yeah. And really like all of those things you're talking about, they're emotional decisions. Yes. It's like when they say, oh, these are like the eggs that I remember from mum and dad's farm or, yeah. or, or grandpa's farm. That's a memory, which is an emotion, or it's a case of, I want to get something local. That's an emotional, like they're attached, they're part of a community, that's important to them. Yes. And as you said, it's crazy to think people would make their buying decisions based on, we know the person behind the logo or mm. because it's local, but it's true and we all do. We all do, and we want that level of trust and transparency. So, yeah, there's people I know. Oh, there's two lots of people that come to mind directly that used to have hens in their backyard, and they like to go away on holidays. And you know, they always had the trouble over Christmas of who's going to look after the hens. So they said to me, "Really, money for the amount that we were feeding our chooks and the amount that the wild birds were." eating and you know for the amount of eggs we're getting we've decided we're not going to have chooks but we're just going to buy your eggs all the time yeah so you know there's, there's people who made a decision not to have their backyard animals because they still feel like they can have that bit of a connection but not you know not have all the responsibility that goes with it yeah no that, that's really cool so let's just recap so if someone's starting out what do we need for a logo? So we're going to need a logo, is that right? Absolutely, yep. And it doesn't have to be big and glossy and it just needs to to sort of encompass exactly what, what you're about or what your your business is about. Yep, okay. So we've got a logo. So tell me, you talked about the logo is the face of the company, yep. but people want to know who's behind it. So what's if I've got a logo set up, what's the next step? to really show who's behind that logo? For us, and, and you may have some other ideas, but for us it was a, it was a website. I mean, I thought it was ridiculous. Again, we had 30 hens, yep. but it was a website that really only had one page at the time and it was called About Us. Okay. And it was a bit of a background as from to where we came from, why we had a website and what we were about and what our plans were over the next two years. And that's really all it had. And then the following six months when we first started selling our eggs in outlets, we listed the outlets where we sold some of our eggs. And that, that sort of people were engaged and they were going back every now and again and they wanted to know what was going on. And along with that, hand in hand, we started to use Facebook and people were kept up to date through Facebook. And But it was all about building a story and people getting to know who we were, what my background was, what Shane's background was, how old the kids were what the kids did in the, at the farm, all that sort of thing. And, and it, it just evolved, really. I, again, I did think it was silly at the beginning, but I see yeah. now that it was an integral part of, of where we are now. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, one, one great thing with Facebook, I look at it, especially for free-range egg farmers, it, it provides massive level of transparency, but also it's always a positive story. Like, you take a photo of hens on grass, you can't take a bad photo of that. No. Like, <laughs> no. It, it's just, it's going to be positive. Like, you're not going to get too many comments of like, oh, I don't like the fact that the chooks are running around out in the sun. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, no. It, it, it naturally is a positive industry and being a positive industry, it's easy to market opposed to if you and I had an accounting practice, we can only take so many photos of the boardroom to say we're having a board meeting. <laughs> and it's pretty exciting. Not <laughs> Like, yeah, who wants to come and see our boardroom? So I think it's because because it is outdoor at sunshine or even if it's outdoor and it's raining, it's still interesting. It's always changing. Yep. And for a person that does walk, um, work in an office, if they can jump on Facebook and, and they can see that you've got a really thick frost this morning, and I know I've seen that on your Facebook <laughs> thing, and go, oh, gee, like the, the hen's feet might be a bit cold, yep. um, including my ears it's, if I was yeah. down there. <laughs> Freezing. <laughs> so it, as you said, it builds the story. And I think from there the story, you will, it leads to everything else. It's like um, they'll feel connected. They'll know who's behind it. They'll know yep. you're real. They'll mm-hmm. they'll go from a customer to a fan. So, and there's people that, there's, I mean, there's been times where, you know, I may have been a bit slack on Facebook and as a rule, there's generally a couple of posts a week. Some weeks I've had more time on my hands than others and there might be one or two a day, but that's being a bit overboard and I've got far other things, many other things I probably should be doing. But there's been times where there might have been a lapse in a week or 10 days where there might have been some information posted but not many photos or not any photos and I'll actually get inbox messages saying, when's the next chicken selfie? When's the, you know, we need pictures of chickens. Oh, it must have been cold there this morning, especially when that frost photo went up, you know. Yeah. Must have been freezing there. Oh, I'm in my nice warm office but I wish I was out there and people actually, you know, I forget there's people in offices all over the city who are just as interested in what we do here as people who are buying our eggs, they're just, unfortunately, they can't get our eggs, but you can help educate. We can, I look at what we do. I can even help educate people about how to find other free range eggs that they might not have access to ours, but when you're in the city, look for this, speak to this person, go to these markets. Um, You know, you can also help engage people in just knowing, you know, knowing more about their food. And it doesn't necessarily have to be our food, the food that we produce. And that, you know, social media has been huge for that as well. Yeah. No, it's and it's so so much easier these days, like, to, to have a website, to, like, a Facebook page. It's free. It's free to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and it gives us a great medium just to yeah, put information out and connect with our customers. Because like, if we looked at doing this 10 years ago, well, I think Facebook might have been around. I don't think anyone in Australia would have <laughs> been it? on it back then. But it would have been a lot harder. And unless someone was driving past your farm, yeah. that's probably the level of transparency that you could have had. But today, walk anywhere in a public place and people aren't looking up. They're looking down at their phone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's on their phone? Facebook, <laughs> yeah. websites. Like that thing's yeah. connected to the internet 24-7. So... Mm. It's so easy to be connected, even being a farm. Sometimes you think like a farm, have a web, as you said, a farm, have a website, have a Facebook page. Why? It's like, why not? Like if any person, like the example, like if you had an an accounting office, (laughs) it's not, there's going to be exciting aspects, but it's, 
it, it could be limited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you say, the boardroom's not going to have a face a facelift daily, and things aren't changing. Whereas, you know, I could take yeah. four photos out here today, and they yeah. would they would all be different. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the weather will be different. We live in Victoria. We live in Gippsland. We get four seasons in one day. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's um, it yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. And I, I'd, yeah, I'd say don't underestimate the the power of all those little things. And even if it is just a logo and just a website and a presence on Facebook, you don't have to be putting your life story on there, but just a presence, a few photos, yeah. and and build the story. And people will actually grow as as your story grows and as your presence grows both as the business grows and as your presence on um, social media grows people actually grow with your story and then they yes. get a better get a bit engrossed about you know what's what's happening what are they doing next yeah oh, they're going to get a farm shop soon they're going to get this soon or they're going to be at the local market soon and they people talk you know and they like and they share and it's it's huge no, it, uh, to finish up, it reminds me of um, when you were talking about the weather. I was down, down at your farm, it was a couple of years ago, you might remember this, and, and we're standing outside the shed talking, and suddenly I'm thinking, I'm feeling a bit cold, and then, and I think all, all of us, I think there was about four of us talking, and, and this suddenly just came from nowhere, but all of us like, oh, we don't want to be the rude one to leave the conversation, and I don't know who did, it's like, I think we need to put a jumper on it. All four of us went chung, straight back to yeah. our cars. I think it was jumpers and beanies with about oh, 10 minutes of conversation. jumpers and beanies. And, and it, from memory, it wasn't like the middle of winter. So another time I went back to your farm, it was like January. I packed all my, most my snow gear because I realized the weather changes so much where you are. Yeah. So, um, and me being um, up sort of north of Sydney, I wasn't used to that weather where you're sort of standing there, sort of sunshine with shorts and a T-shirt. And like, literally, it was probably like, over a fifteen-minute period, we are looking it for dropped beanies. about ten degrees. But uh, maybe if you're in Melbourne, you're sort of used to that. I was not used to that. It's, that's how we I get around. My car and my the front of my motorbike has a beanie and a, cat, a coat and a pair of gloves, and it stays in there all year round. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know I've spoken to you like I think in November or something. Can you go? Oh yeah, it's seven degrees today, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh no, what's going on? <laughs> and then over summer we've had forties and forty-five. So yeah, yeah crazy so yeah well thank you so much for your time today i think it's been um yeah we've covered a lot of things so the importance of branding and knowing your target audience so appreciate your time and we'll talk again soon great thanks daniel thank you thanks for joining us on green grass egg farming podcast for transcripts and other free resources please go to greengrasseggfarming.com